Welcome to Mini Mentoring, a weekly bonus episode of This Can't Be That Hard. Every Friday, I share a conversation that I've had with one of you, my amazing listeners, about a problem or issue that's got you stuck in your photography business. We set the timer for 15 minutes and see how much progress we can make. And sometimes 15 minutes is all you need to find clarity or achieve your next breakthrough. If you've got an issue that you'd like to have featured on the show, stick around at the end to find out how to reach out. But for now, let's dive in. Emily, it is wonderful to have you on This Can't Be That Hard. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No, absolutely. I was super excited when your, I hate calling it an application, but when I got your message about your mini mentoring topic of sort of diversifying your, you know, your streams of revenue and things like that, I feel like this is something that so few people really think through in time. (laughs) I feel like what happens is somebody gets to a place where they're like, oh God, all of a sudden I need to diversify my streams of revenue rather than thinking proactively about it. So I'm excited to talk to you about what your plans are and and how I can help you with that. So let me um, just grab my timer here. Are you ready to start? Sure. Okay. Go ahead and tell us where you are and what your deal is. Okay, I am a family photographer lifestyle. I am, I think in my fourth, fifth year of business, I should probably <laughs> clear that up. Started, I kind of started off gradually, so I don't know, I don't know what my specific like anniversary is. But anyway, family photography is going well. You know, I obviously have a crazy busy season in the fall. I'm in Texas, so that's, that's the thing here. Mm-hmm. And I, I support myself and my kids on my photography business. And I've started to think about ways to diversify and to kind of build in longevity, because I don't know if I'm going to outgrow family photography, if it's going to outgrow me, if I won't want to work so hard forever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I have kind of started to do some fine art school portraits for what I, a lot of ph- photographers do this. So I think people will be familiar with what I'm talking about for smaller schools in the community. And I really like doing it and it's good money. And I could see in the future being able to hire maybe associate photographers to go out and shoot schools so I could bring more on board and kind of have some increased revenue that way. Mm-hmm. And, and then it wouldn't matter, you know, how old I get or... <laughs> how much time I have on my hands. And then I also kind of do the same for on-site company headshots, like kind of going into maybe like, for example, a uh, medical practice and doing, you know, headshots for their 20 providers. So it's a very like kind of a, kind of a similar volume photography process as the schools, obviously the editing and delivery is different, but they kind of go together and that I can kind of do them both on a weekday and and a time when I wouldn't be doing my family shoots and it just kind of works well. And I want to, my main question right now is how, how far am I going to go right now with building this brand? Like separately, is this kind of a side thing that I do to pay some bills or is this something I want to really go into setting apart from my family photography business? and building its own brand? Or do I want to keep them tied together? Because, you know, I get referrals from each, you know, for the other, which is really helpful. And, you know, doing the schools, that's helped build my, my family clientele. So anyway, I thought I'd ask you what you thought and where to kind of go from here business-wise and brand-wise. 
Great. So I love both of those things. I have done some of both of those things myself in the past, and you're absolutely spot on with everything that you're saying about them being able to be scheduled during the week. You get to do volume. It's the kind of work where you, it's less about you than, you know, like in-home family photography type stuff, where if you know, you bring a team that's almost to be expected. And if let's say five years from now, or let's say next year, you're, you snapped your wrist, you fell on some ice and like broke your wrist, you know, you could just have someone else show up to do that stuff and you show up to manage it. And those are all such important things. Like I, my, I'm right there with you as a single parent and as somebody who just can't doesn't have that buffer of like, well, that's okay. If it's, you know, it was, and I've told my story a bunch of times about where it was like, okay, I'm getting divorced and I either have to figure out how to make this all work reliably or I have to go get a regular job. So I think it's great that you're thinking about all this and the way that you're going about it sounds great. As far as the sort of branding and marketing piece, the way I generally think of those things is like how, what goes together? So who you know, I think that school clients are a great feeder for your family photography business. If you think about like sales funnels or marketing funnels out in the world, and you think about the top of the funnel where like, you know, you're appealing to a wide range of people and then they'll self-select down to a smaller number. You know, if you go in and you photograph a hundred kids at a school and I don't know, maybe 15% of those families are good qualified clients for you, or maybe they're all financially qualified, but 15% of them really like your style of lifestyle photography or whatever. If they have to go through your website in order to access the, like the gallery for their, to see their kids' school photos, that's like, they have to walk down a hallway filled with billboards of your work. Right. And it's perfect. And so I would absolutely, I would, keep that brand all in one place versus corporate headshot type stuff where if you are calling, you know, if you're either cold calling or trying to network to get, you know, a real estate agency to hire you to do all the headshots for all of their realtors or something like that, then the family photography side of things, maybe realtor was a bad example because that actually, if they're doing home realty, that can actually be a good cross-pollinated area, but like a lawyer's office or something like that, where it's much more corporate. I think it can be confusing to people if then they go to your website and your business corporate headshot site is on the same site as your, you know, like newborns. So for that, I think I would probably establish a different brand. It could be the same name or whatever, but I would probably get a different website and have it just so that it, that it's not to say they can't speak to each other. Like you can't, obviously the people who work at the law firm may have families and they may be really, if you come in and you take their photo and they like working with you and they like their photo and you happen to mention that you also photograph families that that can work well, but in terms of getting the work, you might want to have like a, sort of a separate front facing page that might then have like just a link on it that says, you know, to see my family work, click here. And that takes you over to the different page. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I think I would need to think about how much 
like, do I want to build a whole website and brand for that? So um, what I will say is that I think that a really well put together corporate headshot kind of a website does not need to be complicated at all. It does not need to be, it could literally be a single page website where you show some of your work. And then I would focus really in on the fact that you have a system, you come with all of your own stuff. They don't have to like, that's where money is less of an issue. I mean, money is always an issue, right? But it's more a matter of them establishing for sure that like, you know what you're doing and you're going to make this easy for them. They know what they need in terms of the end product, but it's much less unlike a family client where it's much more like we're going to be friends and like, you're going to invite me into your home. They want to know that you're going to show up on time. You're not going to be some like artsy fartsy person who can't get their stuff together. You're going to make good photos and like get out of their way. (laughs) And so I feel like the reason that I would separate those two things out more, honestly, even more than just the fact that like the photos look different is that the messaging is so different. Like Mm -hmm. with families, it's a much more sort of intimate conversation and you want them to like get to know who you are with the other, you are really providing a professional service and they, what you want them to see is something more kind of corporate, more polished, like you're meeting them where they are. And I would say, even if like at the very minimum, I might have a gallery site that's just like some sample stuff. And if you can have some text in there and then I might have like an Instagram account where you're featuring only that kind of work. And it's the, again, the messaging is less personal. You're not on there talking about like, I don't know, your stretch marks or whatever. I mean, like we, you know, the, the, the tone of what we talk about when we're talking to and with our family clients is just so inherently personal. So I, when I was doing more headshot type stuff, I had a separate site that like no one ever saw outside of the companies that I was trying to target. And yeah, I mean, I would literally like call a company and be like, hi, you know, we offer this service and da, da, da. I noticed it looks like maybe your headshots could use some updating. And I would just direct them to that, to that site. But it was a very simple site. It was just like, this shows that I know what I'm doing. Here's, you know, step one, two, and three. Have you heard me talk at all about Donald Miller's Building a Story Brand, that book? Yes, I'm reading it for a TFN. Oh, you are. Okay, good, good. (laughs) Uh, And I love it so far. I'm only, I'm not very far in, but I think, but it it does make me think about this topic for sure. Like how I help them, the client get what they need. Yeah. Perfect. So in that book, there is a whole thing about website messaging. And, And I would actually just like, when you get to that part, think about that as far as your corporate branding message. And I think that you'll, it can be really easy. It does not have to be complicated, but like his points about like, just make it easy, show them exactly how to get from A to B to C. And that for me, I feel like we have to finesse that more with our family clients, but with corporate clients, it's like, that's exactly the right structure and the right approach to take. Yeah, I, I think so too. And when I was started, started to read the book, it was really, I was like, this is definitely going to help me with the, the headshot thing. And it it is a different conversation than 
say like families or even schools where I guess the school director might sort of care about my approach to children or their personalities or whatever, but they also want to know like, how easy is it going to be for them? How does this work? Like, do you know what you're doing? You know? Yeah. How totally. can I be? So, but I mean, it does fit in a little better with the families. I, I used to have it as like a, one of the top links, like the navigation panel at the top of my website. And then I had a website audit and it was recommended that I just remove it because it's confusing. I had, I had school photos and headshots up there. So I had like, it said like families and babies, and then like about me contact headshots and schools. And they were like, this is too much. It's confusing to the consumer, like take these off and just have them as hidden pages. But that's when I started to think about this because I want to be able to have I want someone to be able to find me like based on a Google search or even a Google ad if I were to decide to market that way. So that's when it was kind of just like, what, where am I going to put all of this? Yeah. <laughs> so I ended up moving them all just down on my homepage and removing the navigation links. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to see what you thought about that. And, or I could just take the headshot thing totally off and do its own thing, which is kind of making sense because it looks nothing like my normal right. work. You know, it's, it's an adult, like in their business casual. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's a different, it's a different look for sure. Yeah. I think I would say as far as the headshots are concerned, I'd probably just take that off of your family website altogether Mm -hmm. with the schools. I think I might, I might suggest, and without like looking at your website right now, it's again, it's not not related. And you may find that some of your clients actually say, oh, I see that you do school stuff. Would you be interested in, you know, I would love for you to, you know, we still have life touch at my kids preschool and that would, it would be so great to have you do that instead or something like that. So I would not take it off of your website, but I may, I may put it in a place where like somebody kind of has to be deep diving on your site in order to get there. And then I would have an unlinked page that is your sales page, more or less, such that when you reach out to a school, you know, you send them to that page and then they can see like, here's, I have it like, again, mapped out in a very, you know, here are the steps. These are the precautions that I take. Here's my background check link or, you know, I mean, like, I don't, there are, you know, different things to be considered when it comes to schools, but so you can have all of that very professionally laid out, but it's within the context of your family work. So they see that you work with children all the time, that you have this, you know, sort of other branch of your business. And then again, when it comes to the parents getting the links after the school has, you know, booked you and all that sort of stuff, I would make them walk down that long corridor lined with your photos before they get to their kids' photos, just so that if they are a potential client, they know by the time they see their kids' photos, they know that you are not just a school portrait photographer, but they could hire you to come to their house. Yeah. So maybe they would have to go to my homepage and then go down the, find the link to schools or. Well, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't usually just send them a direct link. Yeah. I send them like a direct link to their school's page. Right. Yeah. You don't have to look at they could look at my site, but they don't have to. Right. So maybe what you do is somehow come up with some kind of landing page where that you send them to. And then it's like, there's a menu there that says, 
log into your school, but there's also some other links on there. Like it shouldn't be hard for them to get to the gallery, but it wouldn't be a bad thing if they saw on the way that like, oh yes, or you can go look at her family's gallery or her other galleries. And that, that might just be, and when I say galleries, now I'm using too much common language, but like your portfolio, I should say. Right. Like the page for my newborn yeah. work or whatever. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Does that help? It sounds like you were kind of on that road. Yeah, it does. I had just, I had received like conflicting advice, like, no, leave it on there. You want your family clients to know you do this or no, take it off. It's confusing in a branding perspective. I'm like, well, <laughs> Anami can be the tiebreaker then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell me what so I do. told you to leave one on and take one off. It's perfect. <laughs> Which is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and it does, it really does make sense. Yeah. I think that that for me, that's always the way that I try and think of it is just through the lens of like, if I'm coming to, I think that the person who did your web website audit and said, this is confusing. I, I tend to agree. You know, if I go to somebody's website and there's too many things, I always equate it to like, <laughs> when you go by that, like random restaurant, that's like, we have wings and poke bowls and also, <laughs> you know, Chinese food. It's like, well, I bet none of those are good. <laughs> right. How can you possibly specialize? And I put that in big air quotes in all of those things. So you know, as photographers, we know that we're able to photograph lots of different things and it's fine to photograph lots of things, but from a messaging perspective, you want to make it really clear when someone comes to you that they are in the right place or the wrong place. Right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Awesome. Well, good. Well, I'm glad we had a chance to have this chat because I, I haven't gotten this particular question before, but I think it's a really good one. So yeah, that's nice to meet you. You too. Thank yeah. you. It was yeah. fun. Thank you. And yeah, I guess I will be seeing you in our upcoming book club meeting. Yes. Looking forward to it. <laughs> Good. All right. Have a great day. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye. That's it for this week's mini mentoring session. If you've got a problem or issue in your photography business that you'd like to have featured on the show, go to thiscan'tbethathard.com slash mentoring and use the form to submit your information. I can't wait to hear from you.